When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. It's Monday, February 15th, 2021. We are brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, even on a day like this, doing the very best he can to help Hoosiers live their dental dreams. Give them a call, 317-849-2933. Finally, once and for all, take control of your dental health. Let's talk about the quarterback situation with the Colts. This is a a recurring theme. We're talking about this a lot, and what we're talking about today is why commenters here on YouTube, and by the way, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. Subscribe to this feed. We talk sports every afternoon. Get it delivered. Why wait for it? You can get it delivered. When we talk about Carson Wentz, or we talk about Mitch Trubisky, or we talk about Matt Ryan, people keep coming back to Sam Darnold and say that the Colts and Chris Ballard ought to target Sam Darnold. And I think, what is it about Sam Darnold? Have I missed something? Do I need to look at the numbers again? Do I need to look at the tape again to see exactly why so many people seem to be enamored of Sam Darnold and why so many seem to utterly dislike Carson Wentz. So we look at the numbers, and what do we find? Here are the two advantages that Sam Darnold has. He is 23 years old right now, and he's been an NFL starter for three seasons. That's really young to be an NFL starter for three seasons. So people say, you know what, you really can't grade him over those three seasons because he's so young. Carson Wentz is 28, right? Carson Wentz has a history of injury problems. You've got the uh, the uh, ruptured ACL that was surgically repaired. You've got the back issues. He's 28 years old. I get that. But let's look at the productivity of these two guys. On the high end, here's what Sam Darnold has done in his three years as a starting quarterback for the Jets. Okay, and this is pro football focus, their grading technique, which is not the be-all, end-all of grading systems. And we'll get to QBR in a second, which is another Not a perfect grading system, but a tool, all right? So two tools, and they show us what about Sam Darnold? Sam Darnold is graded by Pro Football Focus this past year 
His grade was 58.4, which ranked 35th among NFL quarterbacks who, who took more than 300 snaps. Okay, in 18, he had a 64.7. That ranked 29th. In 2019, he had a 63.6, which ranked 31st. That's Sam Darnold. From a QBR perspective, Darnold, 33rd, 26th, and 29th. All right, and, and here's those grading systems, and here's why we like them. The four quarterbacks who played on Championship Sunday, all right, so you've got Aaron Rodgers, you've got, uh, you, you've got Tom Brady, you've got Allen, and you've got Mahomes. Those four quarterbacks ranked, according to Pro Football Focus, first, second, fourth, and seventh. In QBR, they ranked first, second, third, and ninth. So not in that order necessarily. So if you've got a quarterback who plays at that level, you've got a really good chance of advancing through the playoffs and getting to a point where you could play in a Super Bowl. And that's why we look at those two grading systems. Now, in terms of, let's say, Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz, over his four years in QBR, he ranked 28th this past year. Darnold, 33rd. All right, Wentz led the NFL in interceptions and sacks and still finished ahead of Sam Darnold, according to QBR. In 2019, he ranked 11th. In 2018, he ranked 12th. And in 2017, he ranked number one with a 78.5. In terms of pro football focus grading, Carson Wentz, uh, number 32 this past year, but still three spots ahead of Sam Darnold. In 2019, he ranked 14th, 18th. For in 18, he ranked 14th, and in 2017, he ranked 6th. So even, like, we, we see the high watermark for Carson Wentz, right? And it's up here. In 2017, he led the Eagles to an 11-2 record, and he played at this level. Now, granted, he didn't play 16 games a lot, but Darnold has never played 16 games, whether it was because of injury or because he was benched. Darnold has started 13, 13, I think, in 12 games. It's usually right around 13. Three games he sits. So there's that. How anybody, after looking at the numbers or looking at the tape, can look at Sam Darnold and evaluate him against Carson Wentz and think, yeah, Darnold's the guy, I don't understand. Now, there is the contract situation, and that's something we've got to consider, right? Carson Wentz is about to begin a four-year extension that he signed that's going to pay him $128 million over the next four years. Sam Darnold is coming into his fourth year, that initial contract, his rookie contract, where if he was traded to the Colts, the Colts could extend him a year. They've got that fifth-year extension option that they can enact if they choose to. And then... You could kind of, you could probably franchise him if you, I mean, you're going to franchise Sam Darnold. That sounds, it sounded crazy as it came out of my mouth. So put that out of your head. But you've got him for one year and you could let him go via free agency. Or you could extend him into a second year if you so chose. I don't know why you would do that. With Carson Wentz at the age of 28, you've got him for four years and they're really expensive years. And you get, if you get the Carson Wentz, from 17 through 19, he's worth that money, especially given the salary structure of the Colts 
and the amount of cap room that they have and project to have moving forward. With Darnold, it could be a one-year deal and adios, but that's kicking the can down the road without a high-end option. That's problematic for the Colts, right? If Darnold washes out, what do you have behind him? And if you've got to use what you've got behind him, what do you have to give up to get Sam Darnold from the Jets, right? That's a question also as we look at these two guys. What are you going to have to give up in order to get Darnold? I'm going to guess you aren't going to have to give up a hell of a lot to get Sam Darnold because Sam Darnold is not a top-end NFL quarterback. He's not top 20. He's not top 25. You can make a really good argument that he doesn't belong in the top 30. So what are you going to have to give up? Not a first-rounder, right? With Wentz, what do you have to give up? To take on that contract when they've got Hurts? Why would you have to give up anything? They're going to have to pay you to take him. I know that Howie Roseman sits in Philadelphia and he tries to, you know, be kind of that guy. Hey, you know, this is one of the elite-level quarterbacks, blah, 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 blah. And you're going to have to pay through the nose for him. I want two number ones and a number three. That is reportedly what the price was. That was the starting place, according to the according to reporters familiar with the Eagles, as to what it was going to cost to get into this Carson Wentz Derby. Everybody said, oh, no, 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 no. We're not doing that. Are you out of your mind? Do you think that somehow Carson Wentz is Matthew Stafford? He's not. And so Roseman's like, well, you know what? Maybe we're going to have to dial this back a little bit. Nobody bid at the initial offer, so let's see what we can do. Carson Wentz has a huge ticket, and the Eagles don't want to pay that ticket. They would rather not have Carson Wentz than have him. And that means that it's a buyer's market unless the Chicago Bears, in all their stupidity, decide that they must have Carson Wentz Because Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy, the GM and the head coach of the Bears, are going to be fired after this year if they don't put together a winning team that projects to be a winning team moving forward. They're both adios. So what do they care about 2022 or 2023 first-rounders that they're not going to be able to utilize anyway if this trade doesn't work out? So they're going to go all in with future draft considerations wherever they decide to bid. And Deshaun Watson is a guy that they could really get busy about. That's the kind of splashy deal that the Chicago Bears like to make. And because they like to make those deals, you know, and here's a bad thing about it, is that the the Bears are not in good, their cap space situation is not good right now. They're right at the cap where they are right now. So they'd have to give up a substantial current piece and contract and a whole bunch of draft equity to get Deshaun Watson from the Texans to the Bears. The Colts, they're not in the game for Watson because Watson, the, the Texans, as stupid as they can be, they're not going to trade Watson within their own division. They would prefer not to do it within their own conference. They sure as hell are not going to do it within their division. So that's where that sits. But from a quarterback perspective, forget about the contracts. You would much rather have Wentz for what he's going to cost, and the contract is a part of that equation. But you would rather have Wentz as a quarterback for your team. If you want to win a championship, Wentz is a guy you can point to and say he's done it well enough to get you there. 
because he did that in 2017 with the Eagles when they won the world championship. Darnold has never done it. Darnold has never been to the postseason. And while he's a nice athlete with a strong arm and shows the capability for hitting open receivers, which he didn't have too many of, you know what? He's never shown an ability to win games in bulk. He's coming off a 2-14 and 14 season where he, he, he went 2-10 and 10 this year, and Joe Flacco went 0-4. Joe Flacco played over Sam Darnold. So there you go. There's where we are right now in this quarterback hunt. And those people who say, look at Sam Darnold, look at Sam Darnold. Stop looking at Sam Darnold and stop thinking that he's going to be the answer for the Colts or any right-thinking GM. Any GM who values his job is not going to give up substantial assets to get Sam Darnold. He is just not because there is no reason to believe that somehow that guy is going to put you into a Super Bowl. Zero. There is no evidence, none, that Darnold can possibly lead a team to a Super Bowl while there is evidence that Wentz can. And you can get Wentz while spending money and not a hell of a lot of draft equity. So there you go. These are interesting times in the NFL. We love the NFL's offseason, right? The only time better than the NFL's uh, offseason is the regular season. And that includes all sports. The NFL's offseason is more interesting than hockey or baseball's regular season. Now, when they get to the playoffs, it's a little bit different. But 162 games of Major League Baseball or the period we're in right now where we get to assess and we get to play amateur general manager and talk about guys like Sam Darnold and, you know, Carson Wentz and Mitchell Trubisky and Deshaun Watson and all these guys. This is glorious. This is a lot of fun. Uh, NBA, I kind of like the NBA in the regular season. Pacers, they're, uh, they got a two-game winning streak, and that's a good thing as we look ahead to the Pacers as we are, uh, we're closing in on kind of the halfway mark of the season. Hopefully, Karis Levert and T.J. Warren are back at some point. Uh, T.J. Warren had the plantar fascia problem, had that surgically repaired. Karis Levert, of course, the kidney surgery where they removed a malignancy. Hopefully, he's back soon. And once that team gets back healthy, I think that's going to be an interesting, interesting, interesting roster that Nate Bjorkren has at his discretion moving forward toward the playoffs. I hope both these guys get back in time to to get active during the regular season and then get their feet under them for the postseason because I think it could be really sexy for the Indiana Pacers moving forward. I think they've got a lot of pieces that would, if I were the uh, Raptors, Celtics, 76ers, Bucks, I would look at the Pacers and I'd scratch my head and say, you know what, all things being equal, I'd rather not play these guys because defensively they can get in you and offensively, they move the ball unselfishly, and they put it in the hole. And then again, on the defensive side, you got Miles Turner as the premier rim protector in the NBA. I, th- I think the Pacers are really an interesting-looking team. As far as the NFL, it, look, if you're going to bring uh, Sam Darnold to me and tell me how the Colts ought to pursue Sam Darnold, I got to tell you, I don't say this very often. I'm not dismissive very often, but you're crazy. You're out of your mind you're deranged, you're bamboozled, please take a deep breath, 
watch video and look at the numbers and then report back to me. Tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent, bright and early, 8 o'clock on Facebook Live and on Periscope and Twitter immediately after that. I cannot wait to talk to you then.